The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode, and we're back in the basements. Uh, all those road shows taken care of. Back into the controlled environment, if you can call it that. Uh, hi, it's Carrie, uh, your host. Uh, name of this episode is Shoebox Batman, because we go down a hole of memories of Batman, because, you know, it's he's 80 years old now. So so I turned the panelists loose on that. we, we got some other stuff uh, coming up as well. Rebecca's going to review It Chapter 2 and Hustlers, and we got all your broken news and all of that stuff, but... Uh, before we, uh, well, it, between recording and while we were assembling the podcast, we got word that uh, Aaron Eisenberg, the actor who played Nog on Deep Space Nine, has died. And so we wanted to raise a glass to Aaron. Uh, he was the, the little kid uh, Ferengi. Uh, the news comes from his widow, who shared the information on Facebook. Uh, he was 50 years old. Uh, the cause is unknown, but I do know that on... Uh, Sometime in 2015, like in December of 2015, he underwent a kidney transplant surgery, which was like the second of his life, uh, kidney transplant surgery. So I don't know. We'll find out as the weeks come. But uh, until then, raise a glass and, and watch a couple of episodes of Deep Space Nine in his honor. Good show. All right. Let's uh, thank the people making this uh, party possible, and then we'll get right to the episode. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection opens seven days a week. Your hold or pull service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. That's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, Cabin Fever, quirky lunchboxes, classic vintage toys, rubber ducks, books, gift wrap, and the best selection of irreverent cards in the city. Cabin Fever is located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Also, Black Velvet Boutique, trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Visit them at 595 South State in Clearfield and mention Geek Show to receive special discounts. They are locally owned and open seven days a week. Also, Haster Games at 6831 South States. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play because they've got this huge library of games, like 300 games. You can pull any one of them out and just sit down, crack it open, and play. Also, Booze Teak, a great place for your geek-appropriate barware. Everything from uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC Comics, Doctor Who, Mixology Essentials. Uh, mention Geek Show and you'll receive uh, discounts. Ask Ivy about that. See store for details. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway in Salt Lake City. All right, let's get to the episode Shoebox Bat Cave. Have a message or two, and then please to enjoy. If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. 
Boosteque is your local wine and cocktail accessory emporium featuring geek-appropriate barware with your favorite Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC Comics, and Doctor Who mixology essentials. You'll appreciate the Stormtrooper decanter, Chewbacca can cozies, Captain America pint glasses, and Harley Quinn bottle openers. You'll also discover traditional wine, beer, and cocktail accessories for entertaining. Mention Geek Show to receive discounts. See store for details. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway. And welcome back to the basement. Yeah, fucker. Yeah. What? what the hell? Yeah, yeah. These are guests. Was, yeah, fucker. Don't. No. Guy out right yeah, on that you, horse. Can't you just you, be nice to our. You fucker. Welcome. <laughs> You, basement, you son of a bitch. Yeah, why can't you guys oh, yeah. be cool? They like those fucking raspberries. Yeah, huh? yeah so. fucking. Welcome jerk. to the goddamn basement, you fucker. Jerk. He's rude. He's Shannon Barnson. Hey, everyone, I'm rude. It's my birthday week. I do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, that's next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, technically, my birthday week. No, technically, it's this week. So yeah. stop being so rude, you fucker. Sorry. Happy I'd fucking like to, birthday. I'd like to apologize. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, say, it's you know okay. We're getting warmed up. Do you know what you're apologizing for? Being a fucker. I, I called all our fans fucking jerks. Yeah. How was your pub quiz? Oh, it went really good. It was almost like it was 30 great. teams. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, he walked away with. Of course, he was on the winning team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he, he builds the winning team from scratch. <laughs> no, it was really good. Uh, thanks for everybody uh, that came out. They, they, they put out this like whole extension, like a giant tent. Really, and we filled it up, and people were still over in the the uh, regular patio. The regular patio, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it was a good time. Wow, that's um, awesome. I thought it was a good quiz. It was me a and, lot of fun. It was a me lot and Brian, of fun. Me and Brian actually put some work into it, and uh, <laughs> for once in our <laughs> goddamn lives. Well, it's the anniversary, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, still happening every Wednesday. Lucky thirteen, eight o'clock. Good times, and also yes, uh, my yearly. Birthday book drive should be active on Amazon by the time this comes out on Monday. Yes. So go and search for me on there. I'll put a link on my Facebooks. Buy some kids some books. You fucker. <laughs> Fucking jerk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lee George Kane, oh, everyone. Oh, boy. Speaking of fuckers. This is a weird vibe. Uh, well, Shannon and I, uh, we, we took our... We took our um, our partners out for dinner last Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Shannon, something else. Shannon arrived uh, in his cups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How odd. Yeah. Like, well, we, we went. We went to. Uh, we went to the Prohibition down in Murray. Oh yeah, I hear yeah. good things. Yeah. And the burlesque show started. It was pretty entertaining. Uh-huh. Yeah, this guy was. got out. And he's, uh, so the guy that was hosting the whole thing, he's like, he's going uh, to do the thing. He's doing the whole thing, and all of a sudden he starts singing fucking House of the Rising Sun. Like Buster Poindexter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was a good show, huh? It was a really good show. So oh, anyway, God. we had a good time. And this, they, this is the first time Shannon and I have, uh, have done a group activity since San Diego. Yeah. Wow. So they made my wiener tingle. Yeah, well, you, it turns out I'm ticklish when Shannon's around, too. <laughs> so that's a good thing for people to know in the future. <laughs> no one was hurt, though. Uh, I I had bruised ribs okay. in the morning because right. he's a well he's he's kind of an aggressive tickler yeah so but yeah. anyway uh, at Ship Games we're doing pre-orders still for the Clone Wars expansion for Star Wars Legion which will be hitting in mid 
October. Uh, you'll get General Grievous, uh, General uh, General Grievous, General Kenobi, Clone Troopers, and uh, Battle Droids. So that'll be coming out. We're also doing pre-orders for the Marvel Crisis Protocol game, which is hitting in early November. So if you're interested in those, just uh, send us a message at shivgamesutah@gmail.com or hit us up on our Facebook page. All right. I look forward to seeing the the Marvel uh, game. <laughs> Dude, it's uh, most of the miniature games like HeroClix, Warhammer, that stuff, they're all th- uh, 30 millimeter figures. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel Crisis Protocol is coming in at 40 millimeters, so okay. they're actually a little bit bigger. And oh, I like that. The sculpting on them is stunning. So the first month's release, the main game, you're going to have like Batrock, uh, not Batrock, but. Batrock the Leaper? No, he's coming later. Uh-huh. But you're going to have like Red Skull, Cap, Spider Man, uh, really cool Doc Ock. But. Um, the two first supplements that are coming out at the same time. There's a huge Hulk figure uh, that's just amazing looking. He's he's one of the coolest looking Hulk sculpts I've ever seen. And fucking Modok. Oh. Modok looks good. Modok looks amazing. He looks like a giant tantruming baby with tiny little legs, <laughs> which is exactly what he needs to look like. So, but, you, but you're referencing back Batrock uh, just now. Batrock. I just realized that my Halloween costume is going to be a mashup. I'm going to go as like a Batroc zombie, and call myself Batroc the Leper. Huh? <laughs> long ways to go. God damn. That That's is a fancy. lot of explaining you're going to have to do at I the know. parties. Oh my gosh, I'll Gary. just have a pamphlet. I'll just hand it out. That is the best idea ever, a you fa- fucker. A fac? Yeah, here you go. It's about my costume. Frequently asked questions. I tell everyone when you're doing a Halloween costume, don't have it so that you have to explain it. Well, I remember... Yeah. Wear a QR yeah. code on your chest. Yeah. A QR code? That's a good idea. Oh I remember Halloween of 1979 going as Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. This is pre-Empire. And every door I knocked on, the old lady that answered the door would be like, what are you, a karate guy? Yeah. A karate guy. In a manner of speaking, <laughs> you fucker. You're nine. <laughs> <laughs> this language. Just give me some fucking candy, lady. mouth on this boy. She's concerned about the language. She's Rebecca Frost, everyone. Uh, uh, the vibe is weird. I have an art show coming up. Well, you do? What? Well, no, I'm helping to produce oh, okay. an art oh, show. Oh, okay. I'm so proud. It's called the Misplaced Showcase. It's on October 12th, and it would really mean a lot if you guys came. Do you know where it's at? It's at Super Top Secret. It's an actual name of a place. It's 254 East, 100 South. It's downtown. We're going to have cool stuff like comic book artists and um, prop and toy makers and like arcade cabinets. And uh, we have a silent auction where all the funds we raise goes to the Children's Justice Center. Nice. All right. That is so fantastic. I'm yeah. not going to call you a fucker. Thank yeah. you. Look yeah. at you doing you. good. Well, I, <laughs> I, I'm just helping. My friend is putting it all together, but I'm helping. What's your friend's name? Lucas. Way to go, Lucas. You're fantastic. All right. And our returning champion. That fucker. It's me. <laughs> I am a champion this week. You are. You won the you, pub quiz. You won yeah. the pub quiz and you're returning champion to Geek Show. It's Egg Foo, everyone. Thank you. Did you bring that money to share? You no. flush with, oh. you you flush you with, flush bur- with cash. You didn't even show up. I know. You flush with Burger Victory. Who was their, your team? Was you and Kiki and Robert Neal. Robert Neal. Oh, that's a winning team. You had a team. smart team. That's a winning team yeah. right there. Yeah, my friend Ryan. Um, he knew all the random sports and movie questions. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to <laughs> so have, have a sports guy. You got to have a Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Got to have a Ryan. Right. I was like, you had, there was one question about who was the Major League Soccer, not even Major League Soccer, some soccer like FIFA. Pele. No, in, in 2009. Pele. David Beckham. No. That's all I know. Victoria Beckham. <laughs> Lionel Messi, and he's like, it's either him or Lionel Pele Richie. Or Lionel Messi. Oh. But he knew that. Just pulled it out. I'm like, okay, there we go. That's why we're winning. <laughs> uh, just pulled it out. Ugh. That fucker. Uh, maybe, maybe that's why our 
the trivia team didn't win. So we didn't have a sports person. You, did, you always have to have a sports yeah. person. Always got to have a sports person. Or lady. doesn't belong in trivia. And our fucker with the mostest. Hey, <laughs> that's aggressive. That's nice fucking Ooh, language, wow. lady. I mean, it's one thing if it's coming from a dude, but from a lady, I'm against it. I don't know. It. That's what I'm here for, these double standards. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. That was a really good introduction, by the thank way. Thank you. I yeah. I don't know if, Good setup. What, if you guys are no, mean no, no. or being nice. No, no, no. It was a compliment. It was genuine. No, no, no. It was genuine. You will never ba- know. You're in the basement. It's never I, mean in the I basement. I try not to be sarcastic. Well, it's been mean a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but we, we, took, we took care of that problem. We, we moved them away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the scale of that argument was amazing. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Thank you. Um, as we record this, uh, it is, it is uh, Shannon's birthday week, and Egg has a birthday. We're having a super soft birthday party, Letter Kenny style. I got my yeah. outfit. Did you? Yeah. Right. I didn't. Now, I, I guess I have to watch the episode before, uh, Shannon, before the party. Shannon promised me an egg coveralls, but I don't think he remembers that conversation. Well, I remember. I just can't afford them. <laughs> <laughs> guess what? Save, like, I went to Savers to look for overalls. Not, none yeah. to be found. They're We've expensive. got to go to Overall Mart out in Taylorsville. I went to Kohl's. Yeah, because overalls are back in back in are Target. They? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Target had them, and I was like on the fence for weeks, just like, do I want these? Do I not want these? And of course, the one day I decided to go to Target to get overalls, they ain't got them anymore. Wait, wait, what? When did overalls come back? What sort of fucked up Junior Samples <sighs> universe am I living in? So now the fashion trend is very nineties, like it is hard nineties. Makes sense. Yeah. Is, oh, that's I've been seeing a lot of flannel on TV. Too. When I yeah. when I met my wife, she was wearing overalls and a fucking shark skin blazer, and it was the hottest thing uh. in the world. I loved it. R- <laughs> rugby shirts are back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw I saw a nineteen year old wearing a Nirvana shirt. Yeah. I had to explain to a youth what Nirvana was because she was and asking you were me about a youth when that happened. But she was asking me about Captain Marvel, and she asked me what the band was the mute the song that was playing when she's in talking to the uh, to Annette Benning the mm-hmm. second time yeah. when Nirvana's playing. She's mm-hmm. asking me what song that was, and I was oh. like, "Oh, that's Nirvana." And she's like, "I don't know who that is." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "A youth, <laughs> come here." You should only buy overalls at IFA. Well, yeah, or Smith and Edwards. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, because Smith and Edwards has the largest pair of overalls in the world hanging from the ceiling. That's true. <laughs> we we went we went there a couple months back. The the, the one out here uh, west. Oh no no no, we went. Oh, to you went to Ogden? the one and uh, the original. Yeah, it was terrifying because first off, there's a zombie apocalypse section uh, with course. all the survival stuff. Is that then, what it's called though? Yeah, there's a sign hanging down that says zombie survival section. Oh, uh, because they didn't want to do the whole prepper doomsday thing. Yeah, and then we rounded a corner. And there was a missionary uh, practicing. There was like five missionaries, and they're all standing around a circle. And the one missionary in the middle was practicing his lasso skills. And uh, my my youngest literally turned around and ran because <laughs> he just she didn't want to get snatched. Seeing yeah, they they're, they're just like seeing no. A, seeing a Mormon missionary with a lasso. That's yeah, he's yeah. like no, it's he not. gonna ma- get you. It ain't marrying season, you fucker. <laughs> so. Every season's Marion season, Lee. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so all these birthdays, but also Batman's birthday. Batman. Oh, that's right. As we record today. Is it oh. the 80th? Today yeah. is the 80th birthday of Batman. He He's old. He's an octogenarian. And uh, so that makes you wonder how old Alfred is. But anyway. <laughs> um, if he still scrubs his back for Didn't him. they kill Alfred recently? 
Uh, they might have. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise it, me. Yeah, it's I mean, there's, there's five bat titles. You got to do something. Yeah, 80th birthday of Bruce Wayne's alter ego. Okay, yeah, Batman. All right, I just wanted to make sure I had the math right. So they're doing these, you know, membrances all over the planet, and everybody's participating. Uh, everyone, I would like you to now bear your testimony. A testimony of Batman. Oh, cool. Oh. I know, putting you on the spot. No, I'm, I'm ready. But uh, you should, you, you're on a thing called Geek Show. You should be able to talk about Batman. Like, what, like what, right do, what do you want to know about Batman? Just I want, I want it's, it's his 80th birthday. What would you like to say? Uh, thank you, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, I was going to go into a Lenny Bruce routine, but that's not PC anymore. Oh, okay. So, no, uh, my mom used to have to buy me a new Batman Mego figure for every holiday. Because for I every was, holiday? A birthday, Christmas, Easter, Yom Kippur. I was just the so... The Batman Mego figure. Yeah, I was Because you so, kept losing the mitts, right? Oh, no, I was just so aggressive with that thing that I would I would break them, you know, because I played hard. Like, my Star Trek Migos were sacred, and they, they got played with, but not like Batman... Batman went on the merry-go-round. Batman went up in trees. Batman uh, got so, launched off of slides. So we obviously all know, but maybe we have some people who don't know what Amigo Well, it's is. like those guys in that case over there. <laughs> I got a few. No, if you go to Target, if you go to Target right now and you yeah, find the, uh, yeah. the the Joni Loves Chachi's Migos, and they've got, actually, they're recreating the Migos at Target. So if you ever need mm-hmm. to see them, they're, mm-hmm. the, they're the really weird, clunky-looking action figures with cloth. Uh, Cloth costumes. I yeah. think they look great, actually. You've seen the, uh, the. I've always liked them. You've seen the uh, Amok Time set? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great stuff. I think I have them. No, that's not and, Amiga. And they finally made Sulu and Chekhov, which weren't part of the original Amiga yeah, release. Exactly. So. I, I got the Sulu and Chekhov over there and the, uh, oh. the, the, the Gorn in the proper costume and. Captain Pike. Captain Pike. Yeah. For some reason, the Mugatu is still wearing clothes. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because they used a Marvel superhero mold and clothing. To, yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my thing with uh, with Batman is I, I was constantly, you know, shoebox, bat caves, all that stuff. It was shoebox, it was good, bat cave. Yeah, you'd get shoeboxes and, and you'd glue them together and that was your bat cave. And, okay, maybe none of you ever did that. I did that with G.I. <laughs> Joe's. Well, yeah, yeah. G.I. Joe's. Were, Make the big G.I. Joe base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, when I was a kid, G.I. Joe's were 12 inches tall. Yeah. So Migos were cool because they were only eight inches tall. So you could, you know, you could have more of them in less space. Mm-hmm. Anyone well, else? After this, I'm going to pick up my old dollhouse from my parents' house. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing my Migos over. <laughs> well, Batman's I think always been a part of my life because. Well, your dad's Batman. <laughs> no, your real dad. I've been uh, meaning to tell you this. My first like solid memory was my mom and dad moving into the house that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And me and my brother sitting watching the Super Friends. Oh yeah, oh, on the a cartoon. little black and white TV while they were moving in. So there's Batman. But um, the Adam West the series mm-hmm. was on every afternoon after I got uh, when you got, got home, home from, from school. school yeah. And I would run home to watch that. And show. they'd play the whole hour. Yeah, they do the back to back episode. Yeah, and I just uh, God, I loved that show. I loved it so much. I well, still do. Well, we've talked about it before, but. I didn't realize it was a comedy. Yeah, me either. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Well, because when, when you're like five or six, well, you were, I, yeah. uh, probably four or something like that. Yeah, uh, four or five. I actually have a really awesome Batman memory of Shannon. Hmm. Yeah, he was like right out of high school when the first Batman movie came out. Oh yeah. And I was... ran into him at Comics Utah with his mom, and like she surprised him by buying him the the reproduction of the Batman. Mask? Yeah. Oh, the the, yeah. the rubber. That, that, yeah. yeah. So I walk into Comics Utah and there's Shannon 
wearing this Batman mask. Rubber Keaton and cowl. he's like, and he's like, he's looking pretty happy that he's wearing this Batman mask. And then his mom decided to buy it. And this dude lost his shit. Lost it was shit. pretty amazing. <laughs> you ever seen? I had that thing forever. You ever oh. seen Batman cry behind the cowl? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was about two years later. Every time the Flash show would come on, Shannon would put on his Batman cowl, and I'd put on my hand painted Flash t shirt. <laughs> we'd smoke a doobie and run around the house like lunatics the entire time the opening theme played. Oh, this is the old from, uh, the, <laughs> the old from, the house. House. from the nineties, right? Yeah, and then sometimes we would actually like open the windows up and we turn the volume up really loud and run around the front yard in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you had to run fast because it's the, the Flash. flash. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Just run around like fucking nut burgers. I mean, come on. <laughs> so how, so did, how does a nut burger run around? <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> We're really old. Can't show you. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, oh, gosh. Batman was the first PG-13 movie I saw. Really? Yeah. It was the, Keaton, Keaton it, right? Yep, yep. They were still fairly new pg the whole PG-13 thing. Yeah. I was 11, and my brother had to go see it first, <laughs> and he told my mom what was in it, and then my mom went with me and him to go see it. Wow. You yeah. had a fucking chaperone? Yeah. <laughs> I could not go see it without my mom. Oh. <laughs> and my brother was like, no, mom, you need to let Eric go see this. Oh, shoot, I just used my real name. Eric, who's Eric? <laughs> it's all right, Eric. Yeah. Who's Eric? But, so yeah, that was weird. a great memory. I still remember that. Wow. And it's the opening credits, and it's like, me so excited yeah i was so excited just at that well yeah we all we yeah. all kind of freaked out because we were like it's gonna it's gonna happen for real yeah. this time i yeah. saw it with you yeah that's right yeah oh and then the second one came out and i was dating a very possessive and jealous girl who said you're, you're just going to see michelle pfeiffer in a leather suit that's why you're going and i'm like you don't even know me do you <laughs> you <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, I mean, that's that, part of that's it. gravy, yeah. but <laughs> that's the the second the Batman Returns is the only movie that I've seen four times in one day in theaters. In one day, yeah, opening day, I just kept going back and forth, yeah, because mm-hmm. I wow. I loved Max Shrek in that movie so much. You go toe to toe with Max Shrek, yeah, yeah, and then of course you know Danny DeVito's greatest line of his entire career, not the ducky one. Yeah, it's just amazing. <laughs> I don't remember that. He opens up. He, he's got. He pulls out an umbrella to shoot something, and it opens up, and it's got duckies all around. He's oh, like, yeah. ah, not, not the ducky, ducky one. one. Oh, okay. Someone on Twitter was doing a live tweet. They rewatched that movie, and one of the very first tweets was, "If my math is correct, and I like to think it is, Danny DeVito's character is thirty years old." <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Yeah, because it says like. Because it shows him as a baby in whatever his cage is, <laughs> yeah. and then 30 years later. So, oh my God. So I Danny DeVito's character in that movie is like 30 years <laughs> yeah. old. Yeah, and he lived a rough, well, he lived in he well, street years, I yeah. sewer still years. I think that's the greatest Batman movie ever made. <laughs> Returns? But for I me, really like right? that movie. I mean, and I still watch it, like, and, and there's like, there's shit in the background going on all the time, like, uh, when, when Batman first shows up in the bat jet ski boat. Yeah. In the sewers, yeah. and he comes punching out, and then there's the acrobats in the background, like slowly tumbling away because <laughs> they they realize, oh, we're gonna lose. Oh let's yeah, they're win. like, oh, let's, so let's cartwheel out of here, <laughs> super <laughs> slow and sneaky. <laughs> God, I love that movie. They'll never see us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta go watch it again now. It's so good. It really I, like Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie is actually like super relatable now in 2019. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she yeah. calls herself like a dumb corn dog and. <laughs> I'm like me too. 
Uh, Rebecca? Uh, you know, I only recently started to kind of come around on Batman. I'm not a huge Batman fan. Uh, What's like, making you come around? Um, that, you know, that's a real good question. Have you, you seen the animated series? Yeah. No. Oh, you should oh do that. God, the animated series. That's the thing is I didn't watch like those kind of cartoons as a kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you were Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, no, but like the one memory that I, the one happy young child Rebecca memory that I do have is Alicia Silverstone and whichever one that was. Oh, but, uh, it was Batman and Robin, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Batman Forever. Yeah. Yeah. So like when she first came around, I remember I was like in our apartment complex parking lot doing like spin kicks because I was like so hyped. Because there she was. Because there she yeah. was. Mm-hmm. And there's your representation I matters mean, argument that I, mean, I could yeah, give, that, to, give to my friend. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you know, Rebe- welcome to Rebecca Frost's platform where she sounds like a broken record where she's like, oh, women in things. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we, we've long maintained if uh, if you're ignoring 50% of the population, what exactly mm-hmm. are you fucking yeah. doing? Exactly. So, yeah. mm-hmm. It's like I saw this, uh, I was going through Twitter this morning with a whole Batman celebration thing and mm-hmm. and. Some guy tweeted at Tom King, who's currently writing yeah. uh, Batman in the Former comics. CIA agent Tom King, great writer. Yeah. Um, and uh, he says, "Why?" We, and, and he had a picture of uh, Batman, Batman, Catwoman, uh, romance, marriage picture mm-hmm. or some yeah. some kind. And the the Toad tweets at him, "Why would you even want to do a, a Batman romance story anyway?" And Sorry Tom, that it's not relatable, incel. Yeah. <laughs> and yikes on bikes. And, and Tom King tweeted back at him. He says, because I love my wife and that's my every day. Uh, you yeah. Know. yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about that? You know? My, my favorite reconstruction of Batman that's going around right now, and, and I kind of love it, is that he's the bad guy. Yeah. Because he's a wealthy one percenter, right? Mm-hmm. And he, dress, and he up dresses up. mental illnesses. Yeah. He goes to the poorest part of town. And it's always the Narrows. It's always like Crime Alley, the Narrows, that whole area around Gotham. Uh, around uh, Arkham uh, Asylum. It is the most impoverished area, and that's why it's Mm crime-ridden, right? And he finds people that are unstable who have mental disorders, and he beats the shit out of them (laughs) while he's dressed up like a lunatic. I mean, it's like literally the greatest frat boy trick in the world. You can almost see Kavanaugh doing it. It's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking dress up and beat the shit out of some... uh, some poor squeeze to the squeeze. Kavanaugh mobile. Yeah, and then and they're just literally like, and so what do the what do the crazy people do? They're like, well, shit, the guy's dressing up. We better dress up too. Bat Kavanaugh and Squee the Boy Wonder. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for squeeze. putting that, putting that in my head. To the Boof Mobile. Oh. <laughs> I, is anybody here watching uh, Titans besides me? I need to watch the. So that's like, I watched the first season and. Yeah. I was kind of mad because it's not a show about Batman, but they still found a way to make it about Batman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I wasn't Ain't gonna that watch like a one percenter. Yeah, and I, I wasn't gonna watch the second season, but then they introduced Superboy. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, you and got crypto. me. And crypto. Like, he yeah, hasn't shown up me. yet, but I've watched the first two, and I really I love that show. I need to. That's the other thing is because yeah. it drops weekly. Mm-hmm. I that's why I can't do like. Single comics issues. I have to have it all in yeah. one Gotta go. Have story um, yeah. Was but, it Excitable James that was going to loan me his login for that so I could watch them? I, I think it was. I know somebody can okay. loan you one. All right, well, um, James, <laughs> if you're listening, uh, please. Uh, but Bruce Wayne's in it now. He, Bruce Wayne. So yeah. it's um, it's what's his face? Jorah Mormont. Yeah, it's from a, Game oh, really? of Thrones. It's good old, oh. good old friend zone. I've not read a good review about him as Bruce Wayne though. Uh-huh. He just talks to. I mean, to be fair, he just talks I think to Dick on the phone. That's all he does. So, like, to be fair, the show as a whole is silly. Yeah. yeah. So, 
like having a negative review of Jorah Mormont as Batman is. Well, he's not is. Batman. He's sitting. He's sitting around he's in a Bruce fucking White. smoking jacket, writing in his journal and shit. Yeah, he keeps calling. He keeps calling Tim Khaleesi. That's Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the friend zone with Catwoman. Yeah, he Dick. Is it, it? Yeah, it's Dick. He racks up a body count in that show. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Dick, it's, Dick Grayson's killing people. Yeah. Well, I know they're introducing Nightwing apparently this, yeah. this yeah. season. Yeah. And yeah. They got, and they've got Jason Todd on there. As Robin, oh, really? And he's Ooh. such a little. He's such a shit. He's a real. See you next Tuesday. I'll tell so you, you that. want. So you want. You want him beaten to death with a crowbar? Oh yeah. Okay. He was <laughs> fucking aggravating. Dick. And the thing is about that show too. They say they drop f bombs. Yeah. But time. not like, but not in like a realistic language kind of way. Yeah. It's more of a shock value kind right. of way. It's like you gotta be fucking with me, Robin. <laughs> I think that's why. I think I'm remembering this now. Why I really liked Titans was because I don't know anything about the DC universe, uh-huh. yeah. and so I, for once in my life, was enjoying watching a comic book thing where I wasn't trying to connect all of the yeah. dots. Right. Exactly. I don't. Yeah. I don't at all. I just go. I just watch it and go. This is funny. Well, the, the the nice thing about uh, especially with DC stuff, is that DC has established since the 70s, early 80s, that there's 5,000 different multiverses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so whatever you're watching, you're like, okay, cool, they're against canon. Yeah. So what? Yeah, it's uh, other. it's the other one. There's 50,000 canons anyway. So Hawk and Dove are cool in it. Yeah. yeah and the costumes are Yeah, nice. she yeah. hot in that. Oh, He's aggravating, but yeah, she's yeah. hot. Like the first yeah. couple episodes of Titans, you could tell from the, the really dark sets that the costumes probably weren't up to snuff. But then the costumes probably got <laughs> better because the, the lighting got great. Well, they, they started off pretty rough. Like you see them in regular lighting and you're like, okay, there's, there's some very obvious seams going on here. So they lit it dark. But then when they actually got the series commitment, the costumes are kind of amazing. Mm. So uh, Deathstroke, their version of Deathstroke is really fucking cool. I still think Manu Bennett's Deathstroke is the best live-action Deathstroke. Okay. The one from the Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. It just, it, the costume was great. Um, it was. But I, I haven't watched Titan, so I don't have yeah. a frame of reference. I just want to see Crypto. Me too. <laughs> I want to see Crypto fly and shoot laser beams. Oh, God. I love Crypto. Crypto's I love anything thing. Superman. So. What's, the, what's the horse's name? Comet. Comet the Super Horse? Yeah, bring me Be- some Comet the Super Horse. Beppo the Super Monkey? <laughs> now we're talking. Now, now we're cooking uh, with if gas. Those, if, those don't show up, if those don't show up on the uh, Arrowverse Crisis. There was a super well, turtle. And speaking of the Arrowverse Crisis, it seems like everybody. Everybody. Oh, God. Is oh, showing man. Up, showing up on someone, that. Someone wanted to make sure we talked about this. Yeah, I submitted yeah. a formal request that we talk about this. Yeah, oh, like you the, did. The, That's the, right. The did you see the follow-up news to that? Uh, I saw yeah. some. Yeah. What? No. Uh, I'll wait for our man. I don't know which one. Let's see what we got here. Um, it was well. It was announced this week that Erica Durance is coming back. My Yay. favorite, Lois Lane. She's oh. the best one. She's so pretty. She is. And she was really. She was really. Remember when she dressed up as Wonder Woman? She yes. hot. She's really good on Supergirl Ooh. already. Yeah. She's on Supergirl. She's, She's Kara's she, mom. Yeah. Oh yeah. I That's didn't right. Put it together. Yeah. Yeah, they cast somebody else wow. to play Kara's mom at first, and then they're like, "Oh, let's use Erica Durant." She's mm-hmm. she just got done. She did that. Uh, she did one of those uh, hospital. What else is she shows. doing? No, um, she for like seven years she was the lead on a Chicago Hope style oh, really? hospital show. Uh, oh, that's right, she was. Yeah, but she's kind of one of those chameleon people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like um, she's literally a lizard. But they announced uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Tullock is coming back. Now she played Lois. In last um, year's, in last year's event, the she Elseworlds. was the most yeah, yeah. the most Margot Kidder Lois Lane, yeah. yeah. And uh, of course, Tom Welling. Uh, <laughs> Do you think we'll actually get to see him in the suit? I hope not. <laughs> no, I hope not. 
because that's the whole thing. I know. That's the whole goddamn thing. I think we're going to see him. I hope he never the, flies. I think we're going to see him in the suit. I hope he doesn't fly, and I hope he doesn't wear the suit. Or they're going to really. I hope he doesn't fucking show up. Here's the thing. So here's the thing. Here's why I really, really, really wanted to talk about this because I love Smallville. Fuck. Okay. Um, but I've also been watching Lucifer, and he's on Lucifer. And Tom uh, yeah. yeah, for a season. Oh. Yeah. And he's. Uh, Trying his hardest, and it goes against everything in me to say this. It goes against everything in me to say this, but he got so bloated. Yeah, he's a little thick. Ah, I just like I would sit on my couch. Oh, I really want him in the costume. I would sit on my couch, (laughs) and like ninety percent of the time he's on screen, I go, I can't believe that's Tom Welling. There's a line in an episode of Lucifer where. I don't remember what the situation is, but someone says, well, everyone has their kryptonite lieutenant. And there's a pause just long enough for them them to hope that you get it. And I turn to look at my fiance and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And he's like, why? And I'm like, because that's Tom Welling. And that was a Superman joke. And he's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, because Tom Welling was on Smallville. And he's like, who was he on Smallville? He was fucking fucking embarrassing. He was Superman. And he looks at him and he's like, he was Superman, <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. I know. And so, I, I'm very excited. But I, I uh, oh, how? Well, you and I need to do our own Lucifer podcast. Well, For there's a, sure. Um, there's a thing I, called diet and exercise. I don't might, know. I feel like this is his old age. Like this is maybe his, he needs. Uh, he's not that old. Maybe he's like no, but like this is his age. Goes up and down. I don't know. But I feel well, like so this I, is his I imagine age. if he's just bloaty, he just needs to cut down on the on coke, uh, diet no. soda. And from what I understood, he he had had a lot of kids. He you know, and so he's been. He's well, been a Childbirth is tough on a dude. Tough on a body. He can't bounce back. He's got dad bot. So. Yeah. Uh, but he plays, uh, in Lucifer, he plays uh, Kane, uh, the, 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 yeah. guy, the guy that can't die. And, you know, oh, okay. So he's, he's yeah, tr- we got to well, have the, our own the, Lucifer yeah. podcast. The guy that uh, Henry Rollins played. Yeah, he's, he's trying to, and he thinks that maybe Lucifer can maybe help him die. Hey, follow-up question. Yes. Where, when did Henry Rollins play Kane? Well, there's a movie called He Won't Die or something like that. Really? And I don't think he plays Cain, but he plays a fallen angel. And uh, he comes back to Earth. Uh, he's had his he's had his wings cut off, and he beats the shit out of everybody for two hours. Well, Rebecca has 1,000% interest in this. Oh, no, it's it's fantastically <laughs> awful, and I've watched it five times. Tommy is a little puffy. And- he's a little puffy. <laughs> it's dad bod. He's got dad bod. And like yeah. I said, he's trying his hardest, but that's why he makes a really, a really good Clark Kent because like <laughs> Clark Kent is kind of stiff, right? Yeah. But <laughs> everything else that he does is just like there's going to be so many Supermans. You're just, you're just poking Shannon I here. I fucking hate Smallville so much. I love it. Fucking I'm not saying it's good. Never, oh well, good because it's not. Um, remember I got mad at you because you tricked me into watching the last episode. <laughs> I did. He oh, flew they, in that one. Yeah, I said, well, you know, he uh, you mean a fucking hey, at Max Fleischer looking cartoon flew you know, around. He he flew he flew quite a bit in that show, didn't he? Or didn't he just no. super jump? No, no the him. whole thing was that he doesn't fly. Yeah. He was he was the flash. Well, because I remember the last couple of years it was like that it was basically he like was you the could, blur. You could tell what the different mm-hmm. uh different superheroes were based off of what color hoodie they were wearing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that show. Bro. So Aqu- 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 Aquaman was Ooh. always wearing like green pants and an orange hoodie. An orange hoodie. Yeah, yeah. and then the Flash was always like he was 
He was wearing uh, red pants and a red hoodie. <laughs> yeah. yep. Man, this yeah. show is due for a rewatch. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, enough reefer makes anything watchable. All right. Well, and, and then, it's topical because you then, got Allison Mack in it. Say, so we got to see what, you know, that, that how sex, she's... Before she started selling and stealing people? Yeah. yeah. The sex cult that she joined? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking... Oh, I liked her on that show. Fucking <laughs> Spike the Vampire playing Brainiac. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking stupid. I fucking hate that show. Uh, oh, I fucking hate that show. All right. Well, let's let's hose him down. Good. We'll, after, after these, these messages, messages, we'll be right back. back. Fucking Smallville. <laughs> Doctor Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening at Doctor Volt's in the month of September. Media megastar J.J. Abrams and his son are writing a new Spider-Man comic book miniseries with art by the award-winning Sarah Pacelli, co-creator of Miles Morales. This book promises to be visually fantastic. Harleen, in a new oversized graphic novel series from DC Black Label, Dr. Harleen Quinzel has discovered a revolutionary cure for the madness that plagues Gotham City, only she needs to prove it actually works. Witness Harleen's first steps on a doomed quest that will give birth to the maniacal supervillain Harley Quinn in this reimagining of Harley and the Joker's twisted love affair. Legion Millennium, this epic story spans the course of a thousand years and connects all of DC's future timelines, starring the unlikeliest of DC heroes as she roams through the disparate future societies of fan favorites Batman Beyond and Booster Gold, and even finds herself among the more obscure characters such as Kamandi and Tommy Tomorrow. Don't miss this new and unique take on tomorrow's DC Universe, all leading up to the launch of Millennium. Triage. Utah's own Philip Sevy, known for his work on Tomb Raider and The Freeze, has an exciting new comic coming out this month. Triage tells the story of dedicated nurse Evie Pierce, who awakens to an unfamiliar world alongside two doppelgangers, one a young and snarky superhero, the other a hardened rebel military commander of a post-apocalyptic world. When a mysterious figure begins to hunt them down, the three women must work together to survive. Open seven days a week. Whole pole service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount of all purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. Boostique is your local wine and cocktail accessory emporium featuring geek-appropriate barware with your favorite Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC Comics, and Doctor Who mixology essentials. You'll appreciate the Stormtrooper decanter, Chewbacca can cozies, Captain America pint glasses, and Harley Quinn bottle openers. You'll also discover traditional wine, beer, and cocktail accessories for entertaining. Mention Geek Show to receive discounts. See store for details. Boostique is located at 315 East Broadway. And we're back. Hey! All right, just real quickly, here are my uh, memories of Batman. Okay. I have this I'd like to show you. Oh, what? what? This is from when I was three or four years old. Obviously. And, Obviously. Uh, so this is, this is my plate. Yeah. You can Aww. see the Batman plate. That, that, that had some great That's macaroni and cheese and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches yep. on it. And the cup. You got the cup that goes with it. Batman and Robin. Let's see inside. I want to see inside the cup. There's nothing inside this oh. one. Well, no, I have a but mug it's over there where if you if you finish all your milk, you can see Batman's No, face. I didn't want to see. I wanted to see what kind of beverages you drank, and obviously it was not <laughs> it was Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Oh, it was oh Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah. that's great. 
And then when you finished your oatmeal, the Joker was waiting for you. Oh, I would, I would never finish my oatmeal. <laughs> At the Fucking bottom of your bowl. Those are th- and that's old, that's this cane is, art. Yeah, this is cane art. I think, how good are your eyes? Because they're, they're dated. Not good. I got good eyes. I'm the young. I'm the young one here. Hand it to the young lady. Take a look at that and see when it was made. I Don't think ever put those in the dishwasher. No, no. That's some quality Melmac. That'll be okay. That is, that is Melmac. This is just a copyright. Uh, no, fifty-four maybe. That can't be right. That can't be right. Yeah. Unless it was handed down to me. That can't be right though. It's possible. Yeah, it doesn't really have a year on it. Oh, Man, okay. That's seriously. That's take a look. That's Gil Kane art, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably the copyright on the art when it was originally created. Look at Peapop trying to read that. <laughs> <laughs> Need your readers? No, can't read it. Wow. Nobody but, but here's what's wild. Huh? It was made in Chicago. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it says... Uh, that's how old <laughs> Chicago, it is. Chicago, Illinois. We're going to bring back all the Batman plate yeah. plants no, to this, Chicago. The, the stamp actually says Chicago, Illinois, made in USA. Really? Yeah. Wow. There we go. <laughs> Peapot trying to read this. Someday you'll be old. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm old in a time where robotics will catch up. And so, well, we're we're actually old in a very interesting time because there's a very good chance, like they're already talking about stem cell tooth regeneration, uh, stem cell eye regeneration. That's all in our lifetimes, like what even about, old fucks like Carrie and I. Yep. So, What about uh, stem cell hope and dream? Uh, like my mother-in-law was talking about getting a stem cell injection in her kneecaps to regrow the cartilage uh-huh. in her knees. Yeah, and that's that, like yeah. this year she's able yeah. to do that. Oh, so Maybe I could finally have an ass. <laughs> you could do that now. Silicone. Get on that. What's science? that? Yeah, didn't you know about ass pants by Wrangler? Oh, yeah. ass pants. I, I thought I was going to. I was just about to start a GoFundMe. Yeah, they're get Shannon an ass. ass. They're uh, pre pre padded back pockets yeah. on Wrangler jeans. You can get them at Smith and Edwards. Yeah, they're really? they're really yeah. big. They're, they're really like big. sitting on a mower, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Wrangler butts drive me nuts. Indeed. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> The Marvel uh, Hawkeye TV series. Hawkeye. 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 Hey, bro. Trick arrows, bro. Hey, you're the Hawkeye. I got arrows. Well, that... (laughs) But if you if you read the Matt Fraction run, we were just referencing it, and uh, yeah, I want pizza dog, pizza dog. You, you look that up if you haven't read it. Um, look it up because well, um, his his war with the Russian mafia is <laughs> fucking hysterical. Because they're like, "Hey, bro, bro, we get to collect money, bro." And then he's, as he's driving away, he shoots an arrow. He's like, "Hey, bro, trick arrow, bro." <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a great. Well, run. I, I so love that good. run too because. It's, he doesn't ever explicitly say it, but he's always like, ah, fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I loved about it was because I, I, I tell people about it, and they say, well, what's so great about it? And I said, well, it's what he does when he's not with the Avengers. He manages an apartment building. And they, and they yeah. think I'm kidding. No, no, no. He manages an apartment, or, and, and sometimes Kate shows up and is like, can you clean up your apartment? You're disgusting. Yeah. And then uh, there is one amazing issue where you find out that he took, he took the blame for an assassination that Captain America had to perform. Really? Ooh. Yeah, because I don't remember that. Cap, go back Cap actually it. had to do a political assassination because there was a very bad man, and Cap actually did it. But they realized that Captain America couldn't be seen doing well, that, yeah. so Clint took the fall. Oh, and that's why he's down and out. Okay, I gotta go back and there's read a, it. There's also a special issue that's like a silent movie issue. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I have it. That's the yeah. Kate one. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so good. And then there's a pizza dog issue. Too. Pizza dog. That's from the perspective of a dog. Yep. It's so good. Uh, Just but these, butts everywhere. So the series is going forward. They have cast. Um, they have cast uh, Kate Bishop. Oh really? Yes, really? Haley Steinfeld. So I don't know, like, what unholy 
deal with Crom Marvel has made with the casting gods. But like, man, they nail it. Yeah, that's yeah. one of it comes out, and it's like, oh, that, that's that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. There and, could be no one better. And I hear she was very good in Bumblebee. I haven't seen mm-hmm. that she's yet. Great. She, that movie, oh, yeah. I loved that fucking. That was movie. fun. Okay. I need to watch yeah. that. She's one great in just like everything that she does. You would love well, the yeah. soundtrack. Oh, she's yeah. a she's a good actor. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and even more so now, I found out who the uh, writer and uh, one of the producers is going to be. Uh, this is a guy who worked on Mad Men. Oh, uh, let's see. Where's his name? Jonathan Igla. He is the he is going to act as writer and executive producer, hmm. and he comes from Mad Men and a whole bunch of yeah. great shows awesome. that he's worked on. So uh, I'm I'm really looking forward. I hope they do Hawkeye. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so I read a rumor about Ant Man. Did you read that? Uh, the rumor about Ant Man? Yeah. I didn't. Mm-mm. That they're going to cancel the third movie but make it into a miniseries on Disney Plus if you look at the numbers the Ant-Man movies are two of the lowest performing Marvel Cinematic which, Universe which, movies, is which is a crime a crime right. yeah. yeah no they're just because they're, it's, they're it's, both just awesome yeah but yeah. the muggles the muggles don't get it they're like what? Why? Why would I see this? But you needed to see Ant Man and the Wasp to yeah. really enjoy Endgame. I, but what's know. interesting is he may actually be a better ensemble character, even oh, though even oh, though the Ant Man so. movies are fantastic and we love them. But well, you also realize how smart Feige is because they were supposed to launch the MCU with Ant Man. That was the oh, whole. That's right. That oh, that's was right. The, it wasn't Simon Pegg. It was, it was the, Edgar Wright. Edgar, Edgar Wright. Wright had written and directed, and a lot of the stuff that Edgar Wright wrote was in the first Ant Man movie. But they farther they went into development on it, they're like, this isn't going to go. This isn't going to actually launch the franchise. And so they went with Iron Man, which was a good decision. Well, then make Ant-Man and the Wasp an ensemble film. You know, bring in some people and, and well, yeah, have him bounce off of that's, them. And... That's, that's part of what works so well about Ragnarok is it was an ensemble movie, yeah. right? Yeah. They, they had two Thor movies. We're like, okay, the Asgardian stuff's not appealing to the muggles. So what do we need? We need Immigrant Song and we need the Hulk. Yeah, I think, and Ant- well, I think Ant-Man is like the weird, Marvel is like its own weird zeitgeist where it's the reverse, where Ant-Man is made to appeal to everyone. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to really know the MCU to enjoy an Ant-Man movie. It's one of my dad's favorite ones. But because yeah. of that, it per- it performs so poorly. Yeah. So I love like, those movies. Yeah. Oh, they're great. Uh, let's see. Something else happened this week that mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to. Um, NBC Universe. Now I know we're going to get another streaming service. I'm sorry. All right. I'm we need sorry. A, everybody. I'm going to start one too. Yeah. Everyone is going to start one. What would be interesting is if the parent companies that who owns NBC uh, is it Universal? Universal Comcast yeah. Universal. So why doesn't why doesn't Universal just do a thing that has all of it? Because that seems to be what HBO is doing. That, that's yeah, what, that's so, what Warner's doing. They that's, already do. Yeah. That's what it's Comcast, right? Well, <laughs> but that's what right. <laughs> That's what they're doing, though, okay. is they're doing NBC Universal's new streaming service called Peacock. Peacock! Okay. They own, a, what, a third of Hulu? Not anymore. Not they're anymore. So no, no, no. They, they still own it, but they gave partners. all control to Disney. Oh, they're so. silent partners. Okay. Disney has the controlling yeah, interest. Yeah, they agreed to okay. still control, or still send content to Hulu for a certain uh, number of years. I'm sure as soon as that's up, it's done. As well, soon as Peacock gets going. Yeah, they, uh, yeah Peacock. Um, <laughs> they, they, will, uh, they have given... The guy who created uh, Mr. Robot, who, if you have not seen that show... It's Mr. Beep Boop. It's great. <laughs> uh, Sam Esmail is his name. Uh, call him and, Esmail. And what he shows up, yeah. And they, they said to him, here's some money, what would you like to do? And he said... He said, Battlestar Galactica. Well, it's been almost 20 years. 
Can we I want have. new yeah, stuff? I has. just want new stuff. Well, we got new stuff with the last Galactica. No, I don't want new. Don't it want... was literally new. It just looked like the old one, but it wasn't the old but one. But it wasn't. No. It was great. It Some was... of the best science fiction on television. Why would you want it? It was Galactica. I want new science fiction. Oh, but this guy, he's, he's got... He's Reboot very, Knight Rider. He's really innovative. They tried. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They Several did, times. They did they try. Tried. They, they gave it a... What do you mean they tried? They fucking did it, people. Don't <laughs> you remember Team Knight Rider? Yeah, I do. Do you remember Knight Rider 2099? Is that MacGyver show still on? Yes. (laughs) Right after Magnum P.I. And apparently it's very popular. Yep. Uh, Well, Magnum P.I. is. It's popular with people that can't get out of their chair or work on remote control. (laughs) Exactly. I know that guy's a Hispanic feller, but he's all right as a Magnum. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, It's going to be uh, an updated, more modern look at uh, the world of Battlestar Galactica, inspired by the series, but not a sequel. Um, he's but going to be inspired by which series? What does that even mean? Uh, yeah. the, the, uh, the, ser- the the current <laughs> series, the the, yeah. the one that okay, just happened. Okay, so it's inspired by a series that was inspired by a series. Exactly. Okay. Uh, that's like it's series all that, the way. That's down. like copies that just keep getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> and is Christian Slater playing Adama? Uh, not and the, yet. The final one is highlighted that says "Make the copy." Of not this. yet. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm willing to give this guy a try because uh, Mr. Robot, a really good show. You know, if, he, if this guy really had any worth as a writer, director, producer, he would make a show that was inspired by Galactica 1980. <laughs> because Maybe we'll we really, that. we Maybe really, that's what he's doing. <laughs> we really need a show where every episode hinges on them flying away on their motorcycles to the. A gape astonishment of whatever Hell's Angels gang they happen to fuck with that episode. Uh, something else that he is working on for Pecock. Pecock. It's a show called uh, Angeline, uh, featuring uh, Emmy Rosum, who is his wife, mm-hmm. apparently. What? And, you know when you know the. She's producer. not married to the Phantom. And uh, also, he get that because she I was in Phantom of the I Opera. Yeah. yeah. He's also adapting Fritz Lang's 1927. Metropolis as okay. part of it. Okay, deal. that's okay. highly adaptable. Yeah. 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 So he's doing that one as well. And for um, Pacock. Pacock! <laughs> We're so getting a contract with them. <laughs> I just keep thinking of like the children who will go to their parents who like don't have a grasp on the English language yet and they want to watch a show that's on the streaming service. I want to watch Cock. I <laughs> <laughs> watch Cock. Mommy, turn on the Cock. <laughs> No, no, by then it'll be an automated TV that you just speak to. and you just say, TV, cock. TV, cock. show cock. That's oh, what no. I, oh, no. That's what I yell at my oh, phone no. every time I pull I'm up I'm sorry. I, I, don't have, I don't have exact change. Incognito mode. Cock, now. <laughs> well, that's, that's okay. Because, Becky, you want cock. <laughs> because once the kid is traumatized, then you can turn him over to Disney's service. A Disney Plus. Plus? Disney no. Plus? No. No. <laughs> Disney what? Puss? Disney Puss? Disney Minus? Nope. Disney's Bedtime Hotline. Oh, I heard oh, about yeah. this. Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's the same as cock. <laughs> it's a podcast. You, I'm going to make you a podcast. I'm going to make you a t-shirt No, that please that. don't. <laughs> <laughs> you Becky can, want cock. I want the front of it to say, Becky want cock, and on the back it says, bring me a sandwich. You have until the 30th to do this uh, for free, I guess. Uh, okay. it's eight, and they start charging you per minute. It's 8777-MICKEY. <laughs> it's an 877 number? Yeah. God, I haven't seen those since 1981 when my friend got a $375 phone bill for listening <laughs> Should we to people call pretend it? to have sex. Should we call well, it? Call Don't you have a phone line down here? Uh, I, not yet. Oh, okay. 
It's part of why Jay isn't here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I looked into it and, oh my, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. Um, but you can get uh, a good night from, well, let's see, Woody, Elsa, and Anna. It's oh, I want a good night, Woody. It's free yeah. for now. Uh, no. Spider- <laughs> you can get Spider-Man. But the, creep, the creepiest one is Yoda. What's the number again? It's, okay, I'm, I'm going to call it. Okay. It's one eight seven seven seven. mickey We're calling it now. Better oh, pause oh, that wait, music. Okay, Here, plug, I was going to say, plug your phone into there and we can hear it. I didn't know we were going to do this. So. Well, you should have known. Sorry, it's too short. Let let uh, let Egg run the phone. <laughs> I don't know how to do that anymore. Okay, 877 uh, wait, 877 7 M I C K E Y. And then it'll ask you to, to do something and say no and. And then it'll give you an... Welcome to the Disney Store and ShopDisney.com Disney Bedtime Hotline. There we go. To help you add a bit of magic to your little one's nighttime routine, mm, follow the prompt sexy. to hear a special bedtime message from some of your favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars characters. All right. You can receive a special text message to shop the latest items on <laughs> ShopDisney.com. U.S. cell phones only. Message and data rates may apply. By pressing 1, you can send to receive an auto-dialed marketing text from or on behalf of Shop Disney. That's That's the mobile number you use to call in. Consent is not a condition of purchase. Consent is sexy, dude. not required to hear the bedtime message. You can view Disney's privacy policy at privacy.thewaltdisneycompany.com and the terms and conditions at shopdisney.com slash SMS. If you would like to receive a special text message, press one now. Um, Press two to continue without receiving a text. Two. 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 There you go. Oh, thank Christ. (laughs) That was a wall of talk. (laughs) Thank you for selecting a special bedtime message. Please pass the phone to your child to hear from a favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, or Star Wars character. Okay. Press 1 to hear from Mickey Mouse. No. No. Press 2 to hear from Woody. No. (laughs) Press 3 to hear from Princess Jasmine. No. Press 4 to hear from Anna and Elsa. No. Press 5 to hear from Yoda. There you go. Or press six to hear from Spider Man. Press six. Thanks no, for no, calling. Press five. And have a... <laughs> Cause it's creepy. The day draws to a close, my young Padawan. And yet still you think of adventure. <laughs> Excitement. Hmm. For the Jedi, time to sleep as well, it is. Find your adventure in dream, young Padawan. Close your eyes and reach out with your feelings. Feel the force surround you. Like the blanket it is. <laughs> yes. In your dreams, other places you will see. The future, the past, old friends, and new. See you there, I will. For the Force is with you. Always. Tell anyone about this. Carry your family, I will. Definitely not Frank Oz. <laughs> no, not Frank Oz. <laughs> Remember, children, if you want Yoda merchandise. <laughs> Parents should take you to Disney, Disney Store. Store. <laughs> <laughs> Read deep the chloroform, you will. <laughs> You'll take see it. friends old, you know. Like. <laughs> hey, everybody, you want to go to the Disney Store after this? <laughs> I got like well, the weirdest feeling. All right. After these, these messages, messages, we'll be right, right back. back. 
Cabin Fever has been providing customers with snarky greeting cards, a great selection of fridge magnets, books, gifts, gift wrap, and gift bags since 1982. Located in historic Trolley Square, Cabin Fever is your go-to spot for geeky, quirky, and kitschy. With the Halloween season fast approaching, be sure to check out their collection of amazing skulls, creepy haunted portraits, and spooky wares to get you and your home ready for this ghostly holiday. And don't forget, Cabin Fever has a huge selection for the young and young at heart of classic vintage toys, puzzles, lava lamps, lunchboxes, books for everyone, over 2,000 quirky cards for all occasions. Give yourself enough time to see what's new as well as the old reliable things you already know that you can get there. Hey, do you remember that clove gum or blackjack or Beeman's gum that Grandma and Grandpa always had? Well, it's back at Cabin Fever. Stop in and grab a pack on your way to lunch or dinner with that first date or 50th anniversary. Quirky lunchboxes, classic vintage toys, rubber ducks, books, gift wrap, and the best selection of irreverent cards in the city. Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Let your imagination run wild under the neon pink sky at Cabin Fever. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident, sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products, too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. And welcome back. All right. Mm. Uh, just a couple of quick things here, and then uh, we'll see what movies Rebecca has seen this week. I've seen a, I've seen a few. All right. Did you see the Rambo? Eh? The Rambo. Oh no! I need to though. Rambo. Sorry. Oh oh oh! That yeah. came out today. Yeah. yeah. Ram- Rambo. Old blood. <laughs> oh, oh. They swear it's the last one. I wouldn't. Be then they'll reboot it. It's well, and title. everyone just keeps posting pictures of you know that picture of Squidward, like the handsome Squidward. Uh-huh. Everyone keeps posting that photo. <laughs> That's what the movie is. <laughs> uh, a couple of quick things here. Uh, the uh, G.I. Joe spinoff Snake Eyes continues to roll forward. Yes, it's happening. Slither forward. The slithering forward. They've, they've cast some more, uh, uh, some more people in it. They've got uh, Storm Shadow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, of course. Uh, Andre Koji is going to be playing Storm Shadow. Oh, it's not Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> no, she's playing a tree. Uh, oh, okay. And uh, Crazy Rich Asian star Henry Golding is Snake Eyes. Handsome, handsome, handsome. Which, you know, he's too handsome. You know, he won't wear the mask. Yeah, he won't wear the mask. He's going to Toby Maguire that mask it, off. He'll be every... in the mask at the very end. Yeah, that, it'll be like his origin. A horrible yeah. disfigurement. Yeah. Every, every single time anything dramatic has to happen, he's going to rip that fucking mask off and be like, I'm handsome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see. Uh, uh, oh, they had... It was one Scarlet? Of the... <laughs> Not yet, no. Oh, okay. Eko uh, Uwais, who was also in The Raid, in The Raid 2, will be playing... Uh, Hardmaster. Okay. Nice. Uh, Hardmaster is his sensei. Yes. yes. Is and Storm Shadows. Hardmaster. Yeah. yeah. So that that's probably what this. I will wonder be. if Cat Stevens is going to come back to do um, Storm Shadows theme song. I'm being followed by a Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow. <laughs> if it's, I remember, it turns into Harold and Maude. Yeah. That'd be great. 
If they I fly away in a glider. Storm Shadow kills their master and then frames Snake Eyes for it. Yeah, pretty much. After he after yeah. he slices across his throat so he can't talk. Yeah, because he never learned to write. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literacy is very important. Because there was just no way that he, he could was too protest. busy studying martial arts. <laughs> And not writing. Don't have time. Right. And they're like, it turns out that all of his katas were actually pentaform. He was trying to figure out a way to spell with his arms that he was innocent. Maybe that's where the YMCA. Maybe Snake Eyes is autistic. You ever think about that? Huh? That's what I think. Wow, I am an insensitive fucker. All right. I'm sorry, Snake Eyes. And um, you're getting a new He-Man. Me personally? Yes, you. Yes, I am. Just for you? Uh, For Netflix. For Netflix? Because you know the success of She-Ra. It's fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to know one thing. Hmm. Stinkor. It better. Well, I I can guarantee uh, Stinkor is going to be here by the guy who's writing it. Okay. Thank you. Kevin Smith. He wouldn't forget. Oh, no. <laughs> Kevin what? Smith's writing he man. <laughs> He's writing. It's... Uh, it says, a new anime series described as a wholly original story set in the epic world of the 35-year-old global He-Man toy franchise. Uh Kevin Smith says, I'm eternally grateful. Oh, shut up. I know, right? That's hey, I that. hate this already. For Mattel and Netflix entrusting me with not only the secrets of Grayskull, but their entire universe. Yes. Uh, right. In Revelation, we pick up right where the classic era left off to tell an epic tale of what may be the final battle between He-Man and Skeletor. Uh, this is the Masters of the Universe story you always wanted to see as a kid, he So says. if it's already established, that means, you know, Ram Man yeah. and Mechanek yeah. and Stratos and Stinkor. Uh, oh, my God, God it's going to be so amazing. Uh, King Randall's going to be like, I I don't know what to do because my brother's actually Skeletor. And he's going to be like, Stinkor's already here. I'm a little uh, mad I didn't <laughs> give it to this yeah. guy. Well, yeah, I'm a little mad that I didn't give it to the people running, or Noelle Stevenson, who's right? running She-Ra. Yeah, she's done, which great, is fantastic. Oh, she done a great job so with it. Good. Yeah, um, but She got married this weekend, by the way. Oh, good for her. I really need the original voice of Merman to come back. Yeah, that guy always had water in his throat. Well, all I can say is they better they better do Skeletor the way that it was in the cartoon. Hey man, which which was the same voice as Ming the Merciless from the Flash Gordon cartoon. It was the same guy, same voice. That guy got around. Hey man, but you know this is this is a good time to update Tila because she she was in the DC comics before the actual animated series came out. The DC comics, she was. A warrior woman. She yeah. was an ass kicker, mm-hmm. and the sorceress was kind of creepy. And they didn't really emphasize the female characters. The the two or three he uh, man characters. Evil in, yeah, <laughs> evil in your boob. Um, I don't want to be happy. I'm evil. <laughs> I I need them to use that share song that they did so well in that. Babe, which one? I got you, babe. Uh, no, no. I'm sorry. It's not. What? Huh? The fuck are you there, there, there is a, there is a, um, yeah, it's the believe in life after love thing, but it's being sung by. Do you believe? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you getting your memes mixed up? Uh, I had a stroke. Okay, I'm gonna go All back. Right. Did you, be quiet did you hear now. what else uh, Kevin Smith is doing? What's that? He's traveling around with uh, Jay, and, Jay and they're doing it here. They're bringing the, uh, the new movie, mm-hmm. and they're showing it at the state room, and they're gonna be there. What? Oh, really? Yeah. So, and it's like sixty bucks a ticket. Hmm. At the state room? At the state room. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. Rollins and then, was at the state room. It was like 150 bucks a ticket. Well, now they have, they have another thing where you can pay almost $900. Oh, I did yeah. see this. A oh. lot. <clears throat> it's a meet and greet with them, a selfie. Wow. And, and you get one of his personal 
hockey shirt signed. Do I want to pay rent this month, or do I want to <laughs> talk to this jagweed? Yeah. <laughs> I would rather rather spend the money on that Unicron than Hasbro's crowdfunding. Oh yeah. How, what's the status on that? Uh, I might. They extended it the deadline to end of October, I think. It's still got a few thousand to go. Did you? Uh, I have not yet. Well, you better. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I know you will. The the He-Man song I was thinking of was the uh, What's Going On. Oh, with the four ah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that yeah. needs to be the theme song. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, easily mistakable share four non-blondes. Same thing. Well, they were same band. <laughs> I mean, I saw four non-blondes in... in uh, um, Just because Cher's not blonde doesn't mean it's her <laughs> band is called Four Non Blondes. <laughs> did you? Did they her kids, right? <laughs> yeah, they were. Did Chastity you know the, Bono uh, and the Four Non Blondes. Yeah. <laughs> the Four Non Blondes lady. She wrote uh, "Coming Out" by the I'm by the Pink. Out. No, the Pink. Oh, oh by Pink. Party yeah. started her. Oh yeah, she wrote oh. the. She wrote a bunch of songs. She's, yeah, she's written a bunch yeah. of yeah. weird fucking songs. And so so has Tim Armstrong from Rancid. Rancid? Yeah, he's so written and Kesha. produced songs for her. For, for Pink. For Pink? Yeah. They're wow. good friends, apparently. Huh. Yeah. Awesome. I remember him when he was a heroin addict. Yeah. <laughs> Way back when. <laughs> he used, to, used to sleep on the... Oh, for I, real. Yeah. I remember pink he, when it was like, just a fucking color. Him yeah. and Jeffy were like on a first name basis. Oh, yeah. And we'd, we'd like hang out. <laughs> you know? My ex-wife hates uh, Rancid. Well, yes. I mean, she hates a lot of things. Yeah. But um, Put it to the list. Yeah. <laughs> but she has a good reason. She lived in this place that was called the Hate House Yeah, uh, in the 80s, and they used to have like shows there. It wasn't, right? too, it wasn't too far from Kill Pigs. Yeah. And uh, Rancid was there doing a concert. Somebody broke uh, Billy, like one of their noses, right? And Charity was <laughs> going to the bathroom, and Rancid burst into the bathroom and pulled her off the toilet and threw her out the well, she has Fuck a, that band! You're not allowed to listen to it. She, she has a good reason yeah. to not like yeah. Rancid. Yeah, I, lo- I love all the old punk squat pads from uh, from the '80s. They've either been bulldozed or they've yeah. been turned into luxurious condominium uh-huh. living experiences. So I drive by Kill Pigs, which is where you'd go to watch uh, punk rock guys OD on heroin yeah. and, and beat their girlfriends. And I go by and I'm like, Oh, that's a there's the Kill Pigs. It's a luxury condominium. That's weird. What's weird? <laughs> it's is, haunted. What's weird? <laughs> they still call it the Kill Pigs. Right, yeah, it's, 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 it's the, the Kill, Kill Pigs, Pigs luxury condominium yeah, suite. Starting at $40,000. <laughs> now it's ironic, though. <laughs> yeah, and and your doorman's a strung-out 70-year-old wearing a tweed uh, tweed jacket. Come on in, mate. Hey. Hey. Uh, finally this. I know that I saved the biggest news for the end of the episode. Here it's big-boned news. Here we go. Uh, Discovery Family Channel has set a special primetime event to celebrate... My Little Pony, uh, coming to an end after nine years and 221 episodes. The series finale will air as a 90-minute supersized episode at 8 p.m. on October 12th. In addition, the cable network will premiere an in-depth, behind-the-scenes look, I know you've wanted this, of the making of the series. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, a decade of the pony, at 5 p.m. Friday, October 11th. It is an amazingly well-selling uh, The Legends of Equestria role-playing game oh, yeah. set in My Little Pony universe. It sells so fucking well. Uh, additionally, you can watch the series from beginning uh, to end what is being called Pony Palooza. Oh, my God. Starting Sunday, October 6th, 6th at 6 a.m. And it'll all run all week long during the day leading up to the final episode. It's actually cool. a pretty funny cool, show. Cool, cool, cool. It's so cute. there you go. It's pretty harmless. Yeah. I like to, I like to put it on when I don't care about life. 
I mean, that's not a slam. I mean, sometimes no. you just need something that's... It's innocuous. It's yeah. just kind of right. harmless in there. It's either that or Salem's Lot. Mm. That, that gives not, me the boat. Those are the only two options. That's well, it. You don't want to go there. <laughs> All right. Uh, what uh, what have you seen, Rebecca? What uh, I made the mistake of going to a 10 p.m. showing of It too. Ah, <laughs> three hours long. Three hours long. Yeah, I I don't know why I thought I could trust a Stephen King property. So like I <laughs> I because the first one was good. But here's the, Stephen I had, King movies are like your abusive boyfriend, huh? You just keep going back. Keep, you, same with like, you know it's gonna go bad. Every time I read a Stephen King book, I'm like, maybe this one won't get weird, and it gets weird yeah. every time. And I have no idea what it was about. I'd never saw the old, the Tim Curry version, and I never read the book. So I was going in blind. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, chapter two. Really great comedy. <laughs> <laughs> like Bill Hader, hilarious in it. The guy who plays Eddie, hilarious. Uh, uh, and then... I, how's, uh, how's Jessica Chastain? The year's 2019. Okay. And I get adaptations kind of need to follow their source material uh but it's 2019 and maybe you can have some liberties in how you treat your characters especially now the female characters and i'm sorry welcome to rebecca's female corner uh <laughs> don't apologize that's why we need you <laughs> this does literally zero favors to jessica chastain really mm-hmm. like she um the character that the girl character in the first movie is way more um like strong and emotionally intelligent than current oh. jessica chastain well, see that's why i thought they hired Jessica Chastain because she is Mm -hmm. all those things. No, she spends the movie doing nothing but crying and smoking. And she's a battered wife and she, Hmm. like, it does zero favors to Hmm. Jessica Chastain. So, sounds to me like they follow the source material. The one one merciful factor of it is that they cut out the the preteen gangbang. Yeah. Uh, It's just... Drives me up the fucking wall. Stephen King is cocaine binge. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. there is a there is a scene where James McAvoy's character goes to a pawn shop because he sees his old bike and he's like, oh, "I'm gonna get my bike back." And the shopkeeper is like reading a book or whatever. And I'm like, "Oh my god, it's Stan Lee." And <laughs> then later it is revealed it's Stephen King is Stephen the shopkeeper. King, yeah. Shopkeeper. I'm like, "Fuck, you can't just." way through this but like the whole joke about james mcavoy's character is he is an author and the endings of his books are always terrible so again is like do you get it do you you get it well i'm sorry you went through that my my youngest has seen it three times loves it i but they also loved venom so i liked venom like venom was fine yeah i'm the the same person who likes the green lantern movie i i have a 19 year old that's really big on ironically terrible movies yeah, it chapter two. Is that why two, three just... times? Ironically. Oh, okay. All right. Or, or actually, uh, no. Be- on the on the third viewing, they went home and binged Barry. Oh, from really? Getting banned. So, so it might Bill be Hader. Bill Hader like, seriously, Bill Hader in this movie. That like, if you go see it, just go for Bill Hader because mm-hmm. he f- was great in it. Mm. He's amazing in everything. Yeah, he's actually a really good actor. Barry, yeah, he's phenomenal. Barry, twelve out of stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Anything else? Uh, Hustlers. I went and saw Hustlers. Is, went, that, is that the stripper movie? Yeah. yeah. I went at 12.30 on Monday. I just read this morning it, it was banned somewhere. Is some it one country. of those stripper movies where nobody Brazil? gets naked? Well, so as I was buying my ticket, the lady at the box office was like, it's provocative, but it's got a great storyline. And I'm like, lady, it's 12.30 on Monday. I'm here to see Hustlers. Like, you ain't got to sell this to me. <laughs> and um, the thing about Hustlers was it written, directed by a woman, and most of the production crew was female. So... Um, 
it just has a very different vibe and it's not at all male gazy. Whereas typically when you see like strip club scenes in any movie, it's really male gazy. Whereas this, these girls, this is their job and this is how they earn money and there's nothing sexy about it. It puts the real focus on like, it's like real life. It's like real life. (laughs) And like, is there nudity? Yeah. It's not the focus though. Like it just happens to be at this place where these girls work. Right. And, uh, Jennifer Lopez makes a fantastic villain. Like she's the villain. I've been of the saying movie. that for decades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who I realized this last night. Her only job is to be fifty and hot. Like that is her only yeah. job now. You you watch uh, you watch World of Dance? No. Hmm. I do like those dance shows though. They're great. But like there there's a scene where um, Jennifer Lopez is teaching Constance Wu how to like pole dance, and they're it, it's set to classical music, and it's just. A fun movie to watch as a woman. I, the men, male reviews that I've read, I've seen a few who are like, they're so concerned that the men, the male characters in this are just faceless and used to drive plots forward. And You're like, like well, <laughs> welcome to my world. Weird. I wonder yeah. what that must be like. What's that? Yeah. How does that feel? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's a fabulous. It is strut in slow motion. The movie. It is just. It is a lot of like strutting in slow motion scenes. But well, that's just my regular life. It's fun. It was a fun like heist, like take people for what they're worth kind of cool. movie. Yeah. All right. What if my my friend Brandy it was like me and Jeff's favorite yeah. dancer in the world? She's my friend on Facebook, and it's so funny. She does. She's just like, ah, fuck. I gotta go to work. Mm, stupid man. <laughs> No, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing that, uh, that most guys who fall victim of strip clubs don't realize. It's just one of the most classic scams yeah. ever. You well, know? and like, so one of this review that I read, there's, um, Con- J-Lo is teaching Constance Wu, like, how to hustle these men. And so Constance Wu, she has decided to go back to school. So she's at the bar, like, studying, doing homework and mm-hmm. handwriting. And this gentleman is like, wow, your penmanship is amazing. And she's like, yeah, I don't have a computer or anything. And it just shows, like, maybe 20 seconds of them chatting and flirting. And in the next scene, she has a laptop. Yeah. And some <laughs> reviewer was like, could not grasp because he didn't see the evolution of that relationship, mm-hmm. why this man would just buy her a laptop. Mm-hmm. Well, he's obviously never been to a strip club. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah, because yeah. there's just laptops everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, so like I so I'll probably never go to a strip club ever again because my two partners in crime are gone. But like when me and Jimmy Interesting. and Jeff I think strip clubs killed him. No. <laughs> no. That's what did it. We had been with, but like it was we would go and we would um we'd have more fun um tipping the DJ to play shitty songs. We always played the Mortal Kombat <laughs> every single time. And then we do like rock blocks and stuff. But the other guys that would come, they'd get mad because the, the dancers yeah. would just, uh, you've been there, yeah. where they just come, they just lay down and they talk to us. Yeah, We're like, blah, blah, blah. What's, so what you're reading? Oh, I'm actually reading. What have you been up to lately? Yeah, we're <laughs> For like two songs. No, the, first just, I mean, time, yeah. the first time I ever went to a strip club, like after she was done, she came and just sat next to us and uh, like I had a, co- like was just smoking to have a conversation. I was like, how fun! That's fun. Hey, they're people. They're um, people. But it, it, strip clubs are the are one of the great scams that still oh, yeah. exist yeah. because you still encounter that guy who goes, "No, I think she really likes me." You know? Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. the rest of these people are getting well, the, scammed, but the not whole me. their whole like backbone <laughs> yeah. is like when they hustle these men. Um, when they call, you know, asking for their money back uh, or threatening to call the police, they they say, what are you going to do? Call the police and tell them you spent too much money at a strip club? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no one yeah. will believe you. Yeah. 
because you're stupid. Mm-hmm. I only I could have called uh, the cops one time in Reno. Oh. Well, well three, yeah. yeah, I got yeah. I got pickpocketed at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> with well, Dur- I was with Durwood from the Utah County Swallers. Oh, hell. I, I miss Durwood. Yeah, everybody else went home, and he's like, "Hey, man, let's stay a little longer." <laughs> Five hours later, <laughs> I wake up the next morning. All my money was gone. Yeah, just yeah, just well, you know. And I'm like, I'm gonna go back there and fucking. I'm gonna get I'm my gonna laptop com- I'm back. Complain and and they just look at me and go, "What'd she look like?" Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else before we uh, wrap this up? Anything you wanna uh, recommend or? Huh? Well, I recommend that uh, eight hours of sleep is yeah. essential. Okay. Uh, I, this is a new discovery for me. I ah. spent most of my life getting five hours of sleep. That's true. Uh, recently, due to dietary changes, I've, I find myself sleepy more often. And uh, oh, eat more pills? More the, cheese? No, the little voice in my head that no, it's not. It's actually I had to cut back on that. Um, but there's a voice in my head that kicks in around midnight that says, "Fuck you! You're not sleeping. You're staying up till five. And now that voice is quiet. So eight hours of sleep is really good. I'd say like um, at least eight cups of water and uh, oh, yeah. a sensible diet. Those are really good things for you. So you should okay. you should mm-hmm. look into that. There we go. Thank Fuck. you. Tell me. I'd like to recommend uh, just being cool. <laughs> just I'm be, trying. Just, just being cool. so fucking cool. <laughs> just be cool. Yeah, but if you're trying to be cool, you're not being cool. Oh, yeah, you don't have to try cool to be cool. Kind of effortless, cool, Rebecca. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would recommend. Uh, you know, y'all. It's it's okay to cut the uh, toxic assholes out of your life. Well, oh, I guess hey, I'll be man. going. Bye <laughs> <laughs> bye. See you later. Hey Shannon. Fuck it, Mister Passive Aggressive. <laughs> Shannon, I uh, I don't have a laptop. <laughs> Your penmanship's amazing. You're about to have a laptop, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Mr. B, if you would, please. Look at her face. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen two 49-year-old men grind on each other? Oh, it's God. You know what? I have. <laughs> We're just waiting to drop it on you. Uh, yeah. You're new. We don't want to chase you away. Yeah. Uh, what? What did you want from me? <laughs> End the show. If you could play us out, please. So, like, if I don't say it, it the show doesn't end? No, we do this forever. Well, we don't want that. Uh, I got it. I got it. it. Becky want ham! There you go.